0: Previously, on the Simply Human Podcast.
1: Is it true that you are responsible for some of the damage
2: 221?
1: <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, dorm director and D-bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: episode 51 of the Simply Human Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it is the fourth appearance of the great Vinny Torterich, the Angriest Trainer podcast, and VinnyTorterich.com. Then it's another moderately funny edition of the Humans Being Human segment with Glenn Young, a listener of the show. And we'll wrap up with our Simply Human Tip. Uh, oh, how are you, Rick? <laughs>
1: I am gross now. I am now uh, feeling like I need to go to throw up.
3: Yeah, you shouldn't be gross after that. You should maybe feel gross, but, uh, but yeah, the, the, humans the, human story, the humans being human story—the humans being human story—is kind of like that this week, where you kind of like there's a part of the story where you really just kind of like go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> and it's not—it doesn't have anything to do with poop. Amazingly, I think
1: that might be the hardest I've laughed, like in at least a like, week individually at one. Part of a story of a humans being human story. I think that's probably it. Yeah, (laughs) and you'll understand once you listen to it. But it it just kind of came out of nowhere, and it was like the best, the hardest you laugh is when something unexpected, right, unexpectedly funny happens, and that's kind of like what happened there. Like the story takes a twist and kind of like kind
3: of like when Jack Patterson took your hat and threw, kind of like when Jack Patterson took your hat and threw it over the balcony at the Rangers game. That was, that was that, a nightmare. That, that whole not wasn't, that that wasn't. with
1: him was a
2: nightmare. <laughs>
3: he doesn't listen to the show because he hates us. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's what she said. Um you know that has been. This is, a, this
1: is a line of humor that everyone is probably somewhat familiar with. and right. uh, Experienced a renaissance with the Office. Right. Uh, the Michael Scott character uh, would do that. Well, little did people know, me and Mark have been doing that for years, man. Like I love how people are like, oh, that's what she said's making a comeback. A Comeback. You no. Didn't even go nowhere. Yeah. Like that's been a foundation of my and your humor since we were probably. Uh, I don't know, in like teen. seventh grade, eighth yeah, grade, probably
3: something like that. And you know, it's 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 sort of originated on, on things like, man, th- this plant is really really long. Like that's that's what she said. So you know, like it's you know this sort of like Frank and.
1: She said this plant is really long?
3: Well, the, the long part is what I was saying. So Oh, okay. That yeah, was a great cool, example. Uh, I just, there's a plant, a long plant next to me. <laughs> that's why I said, said that. <laughs> but, you know, you could really... Board,
1: start, over, start
2: recording over <laughs>
1: the board
3: show. <laughs> like, okay, let me find something else. Um, this piece of paper sure is folded up in four t- p- places. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> um that's actually a a gymnastics invoice thanks a lot gymnastics um but uh you know but we've sort of broken down that that's what she said too you could technically say that's what she said to anything because she well that's to me
1: like that's that's another uh it's like the humor of that joke is like an onion you just can constantly peeling it back and finding another delicious layer and uh like last night, you texted me something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like completely like it. <laughs> it, it was like a, like, hey,
3: we'll, are we still on for tomorrow at you know noon or whatever it was? Yeah,
1: yeah. And I responded with, "That's what she said." And you responded with, "Come on." She really said that? Did she that? really say that, Rick? And I responded with, well, it's plausible that she might have said that. At some point. Not everything she says is of a frank and sexual nature. <laughs> Something she says are com- completely normal. Like, <laughs> man, it is warm in this room. She possibly could have said that. You don't know. Why are you trying to like pigeonhole everything <laughs> she says into being like some crazy pervert that just says nothing but sex stuff all the time?
3: Exactly. And we have even, so far as to abbreviate it, that's what she said, to TWSS. So we don't have to actually write out. That is what she because said. Because
1: it would really increase like uh, the length of text as many times as you and I text that to each other yeah. throughout the course of a day. <laughs> it, we're really talking about trimming hours, you know, being productive, yeah. like really being like you know productive with our time, and uh, that's something that's got to be abbreviated.
3: T-W- TWSS. And then, oh, you know what? When you wrote back uh, the whole thing about you know it's not a frank and sexual nature, I wrote back true, and was sort of half expecting you to respond with T W S S because she probably said true at some point. As well,
1: she could have. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, you can really seem smart among your coworkers. Here's your simply human tip of the week: <laughs> you can seem very wise and learned and educated among your coworkers if you, like, in the midst of a conversation, and you say, "Well, as the great George Washington said," and I quote, <laughs> "Yes." End quote. Because I'm sure George Washington said the word yes at some point. You're not misquoting him. I'm sure at some point in however long he was existing, he said the word yes. So it's technically not a misquote. You have now quoted George Washington in the midst of a conversation. Now you're smart. Now you're smart. And the ball is in their court.
3: You're like – You're welcome, listeners. Like this reminds me of a great quote by Julius Caesar. Quote, I am now going to bend down and tie my shoe.
1: I don't think he said that. <laughs> I don't think he wore shoes. You really have to be smarter was, than that to, if you're going to do like a, a Julius Caesar quote. I was like,
3: hoping uh, you would. I was hoping you, you would say, catch that.
1: As the great Julius Caesar said, "Where are my sandals?" Right. I'm sure that's something
3: yeah. that he said at some point. Where is my so green leafy know. crown thing?
1: That's what they called it. That yeah. is the technical term for it—the leafy <laughs> crown thing. Very, very well done.
3: So bring back that. That's what she said. And uh, okay, so this is something that actually we haven't talked about this off air, but I need to. I need to. I need to uh, fit this in.
1: That's what, <laughs> that is what she yeah.
3: said. <laughs> um, if
1: anyone was, if anyone had any doubts on what that uh, line of humor is, that's it, right? Yeah, there. Yeah, that's Perfectly. it,
3: right there. Okay. I'm okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. for We with we answer. are going to start giving away one T-shirt per month to uh we're gonna start doing starting from right now our itunes reviews starting from you know october 14th uh, know, let
1: me while you're doing this, okay I'm going to so while i'm
3: explaining this, this. so from october so from now it's gonna be october 14th october 31st all the itunes reviews we're gonna do like a drawing if there's one hey you get the shirt Haha. If there's five, we'll obviously do a drawing. So if it's November, it'll be November one to November thirtieth, you know, et cetera, and so on. Um, so we have right now we have gold shirts with the black lettering and black shirts with gold lettering. Both are very sharp and good quality shirts. Um, I've you know, like i said, recent shirts all over the place, all over the world. Um, and uh, so, in, in in an effort to try to sort of drive uh, some exposure, and the and the caveat is, you need to take a picture of yourself with it, uh, otherwise known as a selfie. And either post it on the Simply Human Facebook page or your own Facebook page and link to us or Twitter or, or what have Instagram what have you, uh, and try to try to increase some exposure. And if you have a Simply Human shirt, selfie yourself. Is that how you say that? You don't say selfie yourself. You just. Say, I think that's redundant. Yeah.
1: I think you just say. Okay. Uh-huh.
3: And if and if you want to just buy a shirt, you can go to simplyhumanlifestyle.com slash shop and scroll down past the uh, the Simply Human Reset stuff, and there's the shirts down there. And the Simply Human Reset, if you haven't heard by now, is a 21-day, sort of what we're calling a path to a sustainable path. It's just uh, it's 21 emails. every, You get one every day. There's a video every day, a quote every day. You have 21 days of access to me. Uh, I'll get back with you within 24 hours. There are recipes that Laura Cross with OurFullPlate.com has um, has done sort of an exclusive part of the reset, uh, and if you buy the reset, you get a T-shirt. And I'm working on uh, getting some of the orange glasses at a wholesale cost, so I can I can include the glasses as well at some point. So,
1: the orange glasses are really a key. I mean, I, I uh, this sounds like I'm making jokes here, but like it really is the key to like a restful night's sleep. There you like go. That's the key of the uh, of the sleeping thing. So that's
2: huge.
3: Yeah, and I know I I've, I've gotten so sensitive to it to it now like I can I can really tell like you know, on Friday nights I do like a, a TV show and so I go up late night and the bright lights, the whoa, studio lights. Whoa, whoa. It's uh the show is called Actually
2: mentioning like like
1: yeah, Friday nights I do a TV. Show, you know,
3: the anyways. show is called Famous Quotes with Mark. And uh <laughs> And so, but like Saturday, my sleep Saturday morning, I either like can't wake up, I just like I I'm so tired, I just I can't like be awakened, or I just wake up at like five o'clock in the morning, and I'm just like, like my sleep is just totally jacked on Saturday. But hey, that's the price you gotta pay to be on TV in Abilene, baby. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> by the way, our late, most latest review, uh, I think to catch up, uh, you know what? I bet this is, <laughs> I bet this is Glenn from uh the simply human or the, the uh, humans, being, the humans human? being human story today because the username is Y Glenn
3: I so. bet it is yeah Thank
1: you Glenn that's the 40th review okay. well, uh, we have 43 reviews three of them people just left stars and they didn't leave uh, a text on it so well, here's we, will, the rules. we will
3: include and, Glenn in this in this initial uh, okay. month
1: including Glenn we'll start with Glenn you have to leave a like actual ver- like not just stars you have to leave like some kind of a sentence and if you don't like to write or you you Poop and or butt would be fine. You can just say either one of those,
3: or twss would work.
1: Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. You could you could do that as well. Uh, that's 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 the ground rule. So starting with Glenn, and uh, then we'll just do like a random drawing.
3: Yeah, on November seventh, when we do because we we release our shows on the multiples of seven every month. So seven, fourteen, twenty one, and twenty nine. Um,
1: Although I just figured that out like
2: two months ago.
3: Did you? I said twenty nine, which isn't a multiple of seven. I thought no. you no, twenty eight. To take off your shoes. Twenty eight so multiplication tables. Yeah. Um, so it will, on November seventh, we will announce the first winner of the Zimhuman T-shirt giveaway. Okay. Um, iTunes Drive. So uh, let's get to it. Let's get to Vinny. A uh, great conversation with Vinny. Um, Find us online at SimpleHumanLifestyle.com. There are links to the nutrients multivitamin and a coupon code and links to the skinny fat, uh, sort of medium chain triglyceride, coconut oil uh, stuff that's really great that I put in my coffee. There's a coupon code for that one, too. Links to the Facebook page, YouTube channel. My wife has just posted a new Simple Human Moms post, uh, so go check that out on the Simple Human Moms tab. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at simplehuman 52 We'd love for you to leave a review. Uh, buy a t-shirt and leave a review I just said that uh, and uh, I'm like reading my list and I, I ad-libbed and then continued on to the list uh, and then you also have, have to, right? yeah and then also the reset we'd love to if you have any questions about the reset email me at simplyhumanlifestyle at com. email Rick at simplyhumanrick at gmail.com so let's get to our interview with Vinny where we talk about a fitness confidential TV show fitness up yours a, a <laughs> Serena Scott Thomas cameo washing clothes on Vinny's abs, the obesity epidemic, and Vinny's new vitamins, the Pure Vitamin Club. Here he is. Joining us today on the Simply Human podcast, it's, uh, it's my, my pleasure and, and quite an honor. I, I was just uh, mentioning this to our guest uh, before we uh, started recording. This is the 51st simply human podcast Vinny has been on this is his fourth appearance so he, he, Vinny Tortorich, you've been on like 8% of the simply human podcast episodes
4: did you do that math in your head or did you no like, pull out a calculator I, I pulled out a calculator
3: out. and it was like 7.8% yeah. so congratulations he
4: had, off, he had to take off his shoes to do all the additions yeah, that, so. <laughs> yeah. Texas math yeah
3: exactly <laughs> Cool. Well, uh, you know, uh, super pumped that uh, that you are back on. This is uh, uh, kind of a, if if it sounds sort of weird, echoey. I'm in the playroom, trying to watch the end of the Cowboys game, uh, but it's. How's that working out? It's not working out at all because the I I don't I don't live in the 20th century yet. I'm in the still in the 19th century, <laughs> and I haven't rabbit ears, and the rabbit ears aren't. Uh, aren't picking up the game, so I'm I'm in here, like, crouched down, like, around all these toys, looking at, like, a blank TV. This is perfect.
4: (laughs) But they are winning, right? uh, Rick? Are you... Yeah, 17th in right now, Dallas. (laughs) It's, like, five minutes to go,
0: or five minutes left in the third quarter last I saw, something like that. Sweet. So,
3: Cowboys. as, you know, I kind of, in honor of Vinny being on the show, in honor of sort of the style of, of his podcast, I really you know, I don't have any notes or anything, we're just gonna kind of do this thing. And uh, I I figured you would be comfortable with that. So um, let's just let's sort of talk about what you've been doing uh, here lately. What's what's new with you?
4: Well, one one thing that's new, uh, we just kind of started talking about it. Uh, My book, which I think I talked about the first two or three times I came on. (laughs) Fitness Confidential is Sony Pictures has just optioned it for what? a TV show. Oh, sweet. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Can you believe that? It's a fitness book. Yeah. Yeah, they're looking at it as not, not like a reality show. They're talking, you know, they, they want to turn this into, you know, like a series, like a, a regular TV show, a drama series. You, you would be starred and cast in the show, correct? Oh, God, no. Oh, then I'm not
0: watching. Okay, what... I'm the president of the Sony Pictures. Okay, I'm just casting the show, and I'm asking you, Vinny Reporter, who do you want me to get to play you in the show? Harrison Ford. Who do you want?
4: Well, yeah, you know, I would start with Tom Cruise, <laughs> and then I, I would work up towards—I uh, don't know—McConaughey. You know, see if that flies, and then I would probably settle on, you know, you know the weakest actor in the world, whoever that might be, because that's probably who's going to play me. (laughs) I I couldn't imagine, you know, that's funny because people are asking me that now. It's like, who's going to play you? And who who do you guys, I I have no idea. I have a really weird distorted view of myself uh, in that I think way less of myself than everyone else does. Um, I'll tell so you I'm, from
0: like a, a, a physique standpoint, I would say McConaughey's pretty close on. If anyone, you need to go check out his book, Fitness Confidential. It's an awesome book. I read it and seriously, like one day I couldn't put it down. I started reading it and I had to cancel the rest of my day and read it. It's such a great book. But on the front of it, you've got a picture of you. Uh, you know, not to uh, creep out, but you with no shirt on, and it's like, wow. oh my goodness. Yeah, it gets me, uh, gets me <laughs> revved up. You know.
3: Hey, Rick. Rick, so, uh, we're going we're gonna do some we're gonna do some uh, uh, live podcasting real quick i'm gonna hang up on you and then call you back on your Perfect. skype number because i think yeah, i called you do that the first place? i don't know i thought i did i think i called your cell number and you sound like you're in a in a, a men's restroom at a truck stop hang on
4: well here I'll vamp, while he's, I'll vamp while he does that okay sweet here we go uh, i can't believe that rick guys just pretty much said that he thinks i look like matthew mcconaughey which <laughs> Nothing can be further from the truth <laughs> uh, than me looking at that guy might be one of the sexiest guys on the planet. But I mean, I wouldn't know
3: anything about that, but you're right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, just saying, I mean, I'm a dude and i look at that guy and go, okay, yeah. I get it. Yeah. Like yeah. those
3: commercials he's in, is it like for Buick or something? I don't even care what the, what the, the commercial isn't good, but I'm just like, man, I'm. I'm gonna go buy one of those cars, or at least get into the back seat of one. Whoa! Hey now, easy.
2: <laughs> hey, wait. Take. it. Take Come it. on.
3: Whoa. Come on now. Let's. Let's not go crazy. I was gonna say like, I know. I know Harrison Ford is probably older than you, but I was gonna say like a like maybe ten years ago Harrison Ford.
4: Okay, but we think need they to have cast like. It today uh, i don't right think there. they have time machine
1: technology like all right we're gonna take jimmy stewart bring him into the future and then we're gonna make him in part of the show
3: yeah let's see uh, okay let, let's say if we're thinking like a young video maybe like a who what's the guy's name tatum something
4: channing tatum yeah Channing Tatum. Nah, but that's too obvious i was thinking more of a Jason <laughs> tatum Ooh, yeah, yeah like,
3: that would be good that would be more good of a
4: man's man kind yeah. of roughy, you yeah. know and But they're all movie stars, so we need... But then again, TV movie stars are doing television now, so who knows? Martin Sheen, or not Martin Sheen. Martin (laughs) Sheen. Charlie Charlie Sheen, yeah. There you go, Charlie Sheen would be a good choice.
3: (laughs) Kind of, you know, sort of controversial, uh, but, you know, uh, great talent. So, yeah, that that works.
4: (laughs) Actually, you know, when you think about casting for something like this, Charlie Sheen, uh, all joking aside would be good casting yeah he's about my age um he can you know uh, you know i'm kind of that trainer that somehow has a swagger that i wasn't even aware of uh you know but that's kind of how it turns out right so that probably would like the lovable
1: no holds barred kind of guy yeah
4: exactly exactly it's not like i don't make this shit up this is just who i am um and I think he's comfortable in his own skin too, even though he's gonna kill himself with booze and alcohol <laughs> yeah, and drugs, yeah. and I'm not. So, so what's like, can you share any more
3: of the details as far as like timeline or like network, like what's the,
4: what, what's the deal? Yes, the correct answer is I don't know. Okay, sweet. Um, what I do know is what this means, because I didn't really know what it meant. You know, when a big company like Sony comes around and says, Hey, you know, here's an option deal. They're basically saying we're buying the rights for your book to try to make a television show. That's all they're doing. Um, Now, if it makes it out of that stage, then they will put up money. You know, they'll find a studio to put up money to do a pilot. And that's where big money comes in. You know, a pilot will be done. I'll get paid again. That's a whole separate contract. But here's the thing guys it may never go anywhere right because i've seen friends of mine you know do pilots that were 800 a million dollars you know 800,000 to a million and you think okay if the studios are going to spend that much money on a pilot obviously it's going to be a done deal and that's not the case i mean they'll just scrap it and go okay let's just move on to the next thing and never do anything right so,
1: so this isn't like a uh, you're you're uh, you know going out and buying like your Maserati and like your d- little director's chair and all this like ah like uh, I- I've made it big with this thing. I mean it's still like a wait and see
4: type of oh deal. yeah I, I'm not booking any cruises anytime <laughs> soon. <That's interesting. laughs> um, so it'll be interesting to see if anything happens with it. I think it's an honor just that a studio like Sony, you know, thinks enough of that book to say, yeah, we want to option that because, think about it, I don't think there's very many fitness books in history, if any, that have ever been optioned for television.
3: Yeah, I'm like trying to think, other than like, you know, the only shows out there, obviously like Biggest Loser and stuff like that, which is like the the anti-Vinny message, you know, so it's like there's really nothing out there that I can think yeah, of that's there, ever There was been no done.
4: book for that. There was no book that they optioned. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? um, <clears throat> Number one and number two, that's a reality show. They're thinking about doing a, um, you know, like a, a, an episodic. Oh man, that would be so awesome.
1: Well, do you have an? Incre- I mean, I, I, not to suck up or anything to our famous guest. Go, here, go on, an, yes, please. An on. incredibly interesting life, you know, from how you grew up and how you got to where you are right now, and and then you get cancer and you you beat it, and it's you know just some tidbits to throw out there, some, some little, some worms on the hook out there for all of our. <laughs> Fives of listeners to be like, hey, I got to go read this guy's book, but it's really incredibly interesting. It's not just your your standard, you know, fitness book where it's you know, eat this and don't eat that and lift this but don't lift that and run this way and don't run this way. It's not really like that. If that's what you're looking for, that's not really what this book is. This book is just an interesting story from start to finish of you know your journey.
4: You know, Rick, I, I think you're right. Um, you know, it isn't like any other fitness book in that respect. And, you know, as we talked about in an earlier podcast, you know, Dean and I took a huge chance in writing that kind of book. And as you know, all the the big book companies, the Simon and Schuster's of the world all said, no, you know, we're not going to put a book out like this. And we said, okay, well, we'll do it ourselves. And we self-published this book. And as you know, it sold a gazillion copies. Um, And the funny part is, is I was in New York with Dean meeting with four or five of the big, uh, you know, book publishers because they all want the second book now. And <laughs> we literally went in and said, okay, guys, here, we showed them the numbers. Here's how many books we sold. Here's how much money we've made so far. So if you guys want to be in bed with us, then you have to somehow come up to that number. And they all go, oh, yeah, we understand, we understand. And they all go back to their bosses and the whole thing, and they talk it over. I guess they, they shoot it through committee. Uh, and they came back to us, and the best deal that anyone offered us was $150,000 on, on our next book. And we are like, well, we showed you what we made on a self-published book with no advertising other than going on the Simply Human podcast, <laughs> a podcast like this, you know, <laughs> We showed you what we made off of my podcast alone. You guys didn't even come close to that number. How can we possibly take you serious? The second book should
3: be titled Fitness
4: Up Yours. Yeah, (laughs) You're right. We really stuck it to those guys. And they they should want to be in bed with us now. And they're still, you know, plan pity pat with the numbers. And we just didn't appreciate it. And I told my agent, I said, you know what? Let's just not deal with them anymore because I, I'm tired of being, you know, looked down to. Right. It's just not fun. Yeah.
1: Well, and if, if I may, and I've listened to, gosh, almost every episode of your podcast probably. Uh, so I feel like I know you even though by way, you don't feel like you know me. But uh, <laughs> the book is something that's similar. Like the way you got the book self-published and basically like the industry kind of turned the nose down at you and you said, you know, screw you. I'm going to do this my way. It's kind of like – how everything else has gone for you. You know, uh, the fitness industry says for years and years and years, you know, uh, eat lots of uh, whole grains and low fat and all this. This is the only way to do it. And you're, the, you know, the lone man on the island giving your finger to the industry saying, no, screw you. I'm going to do it my way because my way works better. And it's all these people that just tell you over and over again that, no, no, you can't do it that way. You can't do it that way. You have to do the conventional way. And in the end, you're right. You're right every time.
4: Well, thank you for thinking that. Uh, and if you would tell Serena that, I would appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, tell
3: my wife that too, please, about me. <laughs> yeah,
4: go over to Mark's house and tell him to turn the light on for one. And, uh, and number two, uh, that his, you know, his wife is never always right. Um, th- the bottom line is, is, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. Um, and it wasn't until the industry changed just enough to where I didn't need to go through gatekeepers – to get what I want, you know, the computer changed enough to where I could get my message out and grow an audience. And, you know, as you know, now, you know, I have a a pretty, pretty sizable audience. And, you know, people are always saying to me, you know, how did you do it? And I said, I just stuck to my guns, pretty much. And that seems to work for me. Uh, But there were a lot of times, you know, back in the infomercial days where they almost got me to sign on a dotted line to you know sell my soul to the devil and go on the air and lie about something but in the end i just couldn't do it you know money wasn't that important to me and apparently it's still not that important to me um because i'm willing to turn down 150 thousand dollars (laughs) checks um but i'm willing to take a chance on me i did it the first time and succeeded now sony is saying hey your book is is the tits (laughs) And uh, we're interested in it. And uh, so we'll just, you know, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. I don't really need to to play with the big boys.
3: Yeah, and it's almost that's a pretty good lesson, like, you you know, across all domains of life. Kind of like sticking to your guns, like doing what you know is true and not like selling out. And, you know, you you hear that like with uh, celebrities, you know, like it drives me nuts when I see like, you know, I don't know, a basketball player like is a McDonald's. You know, spokesman. I just, I just
1: saw one in the football game, the commercial. Uh, LeBron James in the back yeah. of a limo. Yeah. D- he's doing a, a McDonald's ad with the Monopoly guy. I guess the Monopoly yeah. game's coming back to McDonald's. And I'm thinking as I'm watching this commercial, he doesn't eat McDonald's. I know LeBron James doesn't eat McDonald's because there was a big story this summer about how he cut out sugars and grains and lost like 25 pounds and could probably ju- dunk on like a 30-foot rim now because he's so light and can manipulate. So I know he doesn't eat McDonald's. It's yeah. like that garbage.
3: Yeah. And, and yeah, that's, that's so, so yeah. So stick to your guns and, uh, and do what you know is, is the truth. And if you don't know what the truth is, then you're an idiot. Is that?
4: Well, if you don't know what the <laughs> truth is, come over to my podcast and I will tell you what the truth is. Yeah, has.
3: exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, um, all that kind of reminds me like until that kind of stuff changes, until like we stop having like these celebrities, you know, backing Wheaties and Fruit Loops and stuff like that. I just, I don't, I don't know. It's just so hard for me. I've talked about this before in recent podcasts, but you know, Vinny doesn't know this, that I've got a kindergartner and I'll go up and like eat lunch with her and stuff. And just seeing what like the sort of, I like guess, standard lunch is for five and six year olds just sort of drives me to want to do something to to try to change this. And And that's no easy task. But I think like your podcast and this podcast and and us like teaming together and teaming up with others, I think that's that's the way to do it. It's not going to be like going in like, you know, at this point you know knocking down the doors of congress
2: demanding a change or, or running through the lunchroom at school grabbing the slice of pizza out of these kids hands and chucking it in the garbage yeah like like, like, like
3: yeah food. giving them like just like slabs of meat uh, raw meat in their hands like <laughs> slapping them with raw meat across the face like eat this yeah so anyway <laughs>
4: well, wait hang on what honey Oh, is that Serena? Uh, I don't have my... Oh, wait, hang on. Serena, everyone. Hang on, guys. It's Serena Scott Thomas. Honey, come on this mic. Oh, my goodness. On a podcast. No yeah. way. Say hi, say hi to Rick and Mark.
2: Hello, Rick and
4: Mark. Hello, Hello, Hello. Serena. How are you? Hello. She, she can't hear uh, you guys I, here, honey. I, put I can these hear can, you. I just wanted to on. take some money
1: from
2: her.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't that isn't that typical? The the uh, the significant other comes in very, to take money. Be
2: very careful. Uh oh. Be very careful.
3: <laughs> I just talked to I just, I've t- talked to two famous people today. This is this is quite amazing.
2: Oh good lord.
3: <laughs> oh, can she hear us now? Hang on.
2: I can hear you. Oh there.
3: sweet. All right. Well, hey Rick, quick, come up with a, a compelling question for Serena Scott Thomas while we have her for like thirty seconds.
1: Ah. Uh, Compelling question. Uh, I don't. Ha, what's it like being married to Vinny?
3: Yeah, uh, I wouldn't know. They they're not married.
1: <laughs> being, being with
0: I should say, long-term being with
3: Vinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go.
0: It's lovely.
3: How long have y'all been together he's now? A
0: keeper. We've been together almost seven years. Wow. I thought it was almost oh, wow. eight years, honey. No, darling, it's almost seven years. It Ooh.
4: feels like eight I mean, three. <laughs> One, five, I don't think they use that language in their show. Oh, they don't? Oops, no. sorry. <laughs> oh, I didn't even answer. hear it. Yeah, and they met
3: at a Starbucks, right?
0: Uh, yeah, yep. we did actually, funnily uh,
3: enough. I'm weird, I know the whole story. So uh, she's like, who is this guy, Vinny? Um, is he peeking in our windows <laughs> at a night? stalker guy yeah. that knows
2: all of, our, all of our details?
0: I know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I know, no, he's very lovely. He's quite a keeper, actually.
3: Do you like, and, and this is what I would do if Ila I would be like I would just like, I would wash my clothes on his abs. Do you do that? Well,
2: you're going to say something else.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm never going to be able to get that image out of my yeah. mind. <laughs>
3: Uh, that would work, too, I guess, wouldn't it? Uh, I, I don't you're know.
0: Right. I, you
2: know what? <laughs> it's, it's been lovely chatting with you guys. get <laughs> a massage.
4: Uh, oh, that's where you're headed? Yes, goodbye. That's why you took money from me? No, oh. I took money because you owe me lots of money. Uh, okay. All right, it was very go. nice to meet you, chaps.
1: You, too. Thank you very much. You, too. Thank you, Serena.
0: Have a great day, guys. Bye. Right, you, too.
3: Wow. Right. Okay, yep. so when we, when we have Vinny on the show, not only do we get uh, free like voiceover, like, you're listening to the Simply Human podcast, which we have used for the better part of a year on every one of our shows. Uh, we also get to talk to Serena Scott Thomas, so it's the gift that keeps on giving, and we're the gift that keeps on taking
4: from Vinny, because we don't <laughs> offer him saying, anything. We're the, we're the moochers. We have yeah. nothing to offer you. Yeah. No, no, I don't feel that way at all. Come on, guys. But your podcast has grown a lot in the past
3: year, right? Yeah, so we, we celebrated our, our year anniversary. We reached out to Shaq, and we were trying to get Shaq on the show, uh, but he never uh, he never did respond <laughs> to any of our, uh, our reach-outs. If that's a word, and uh, so we end up having Jimmy Moore on the show, who I know you are friends with. Uh, He was on our. If you
4: can't get Shaq, I mean, Jimmy Moore is probably the next best choice. Yeah, yeah.
1: I would say Jimmy Moore is like the Shaq of this industry. No, I mean uh, book writing and Christian writing and uh, stuff like that. I would say he's the Shaquille O'Neal of this
4: industry. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. He's (laughs) he's pretty big. He's a yeah. hall of famer. Yeah. So yeah, so
3: we we've grown a lot. We've got a lot of listeners. Not only you know our, our moms listen, which they actually don't, but like we have some global listeners. Uh, we have people all over the world that listen and, and have sort of buying into the message. We're selling we're selling t shirts like hotcakes. Uh, pun intended. As you can tell, my my three year old has uh, come in her playroom to play, and uh, she's singing, kicking you out. Yeah. So sorry, I've got all my stuff set up. But but Vinny, you know you you've got a lot of stuff going on. Like it, it's uh, I you, you guys pump out so many podcasts. And so what was, what's something right now, like what's a topic that has sort of been at the, at the front of your radar here the last uh, few months?
4: You know, it seems to, and I just wrote a, um, uh, you know, because I also do a newsletter uh, every week. You know, the thing that keeps coming up is the fact that people, are, you know, because we live in LA and even though we see people getting fatter and fatter, they're not getting as fat in L.A. is what you see in other places. And, you know, I got in my car last week and and I drove, you know, 500 miles away from where I'm sitting right now. I was in Reno, Nevada, because that's where the 508 bicycle race was this year. And I was one of the officials on the course. So I drove up to support my buddy Chris at the Silver States 508. And, you know, we had to stay at a casino, which is a place I never walk into otherwise. I'm just not a, a gambling type guy at all and just not the number of obese and morbidly obese people but looking at just how large these people are now and i'm not goofing on these people i feel sorry right. for these people because no one wants to be that way at all and that topic seems to get bigger and bigger and bigger as a matter of fact people write to me all the time and one of the things they say to me is, hey, you do too much with the ultra athletes on your Thursday show. We wish you would do more of other stuff. And I know now what they're talking about because they—they they, these people can't even fathom running one mile. Around the block. yeah, Around the block. And I have people who are running 150 miles at a clip. And uh, I really want to start paring down to that more uh, because it is a problem. And that problem is only getting bigger and bigger. And I truly think that we're going to crush uh, our entire economy under the weight of our own weight.
3: Right. And, and you know, and that's that's one of those things. It's like, you know, I I don't know. I hate to say, well, if you get past a certain point, you know, there's really it's like you have passed the point of no return. So you're we're giving up on you. But at some point you get so metabolically damaged and like it's going to be really hard to ever, you you can get healthier, but it's going to be harder to actually ever achieve like your optimal health. And so I think that's why I'm so passionate and it helps that I've got, you know, three kids all under the age of six that it's got to start there. Like it has to start with kids, which then it goes even further back to parents have to get educated and we have to stop making like, all right, Cokes after the soccer game is like the norm. And that, that, has to change or we're only going to continue, you know, uh, being sick and, and seeing these like, and, and, that, and that's the thing too. You see someone who is in danger of like breaking the chair they're sitting on. And again, like, no, like disrespect. I'm not, I'm not like trying to goof on anybody. I'm just saying like, you know, prac pragmatically logistically, like if you're in danger of breaking the bench or the chair that you're on, or you can't fly anywhere because you can't, you know, you have to buy two seats, that kind of thing. We can't. We have to stop like turning our heads away from that, and we have to. I don't know. Like society has to do more about that proactively, or it's not going to change.
1: Well, and it's like you. It's like you say, Vinny. You know, like you just said just a second ago. Not you don't want to get like that, and you want to. You want to fix yourself. It's at this point. It's a. It's a matter of. Uh, it's like you. Your your motto or whatever you say. Your good intentions have been stolen, and you and Vinny's here to to help help you get them back. The people need the right tools, the right knowledge. I'm a member of your Facebook group, and I think Mark is too. Right. And uh, I, I look at it every day. And there's always these images of people. that are inspirational to me. There's a guy on there named Jess who has lost a ton of weight, and I'm I'm only yeah. recalling just a couple names here. Uh, the guy from the Open Anthony show that lost a ton of weight. Uh, what's the name of the comedian that's on all the time? Uh, ba- Bobby Kelly. Kelly. Bobby Kelly. Yeah. Uh, these are just a few that come to my mind. Of you know. I understand what Mark is saying, that the key is educating from the ground up from you know a, a you know, two, three, four, five, six year old and all the way up for a healthy lifestyle. But there's if you are you know, not at your optimum health is kind of a term we use on the show, you know, it's never too late to stop and, and try to reverse that. I mean, yeah, there may be, it may be more difficult if you've lived years and years and years of unhealthy lifestyle, it may be difficult to turn it around, but you can still turn the battleship around. It might take a little bit more time, more effort, but you know, it's definitely possible to, to always, you know, have a better tomorrow than you had a better today. Yeah. And and
3: I was, I was really re- sort of referring to the people like that can't like literally can't get out of their bed and they're uh, yeah, having to like yeah. be craned
4: right, out of but the you house. Know, yeah. Mark, and I did hear you say that and I'm glad Rick brought it up because I was going to bring it up. Yeah. You know, it's a good start to get the kids today, you know, to, you know, to be more responsible, to teach them how to eat right. And the parents of the kids to become more responsible and not show up after a soccer game with cupcakes and what have you, that's one thing. But there are a lot of horses that got out of that barn before the barn <laughs> door was shut. And we really do need to help these people because you know it ain't over. It's not right. over for these people. They can still get the help they need and do what they need to do. Um, so I, I never believe that it's over. Right. Um, right. Uh, and I've seen so many people lose... 200 300 pounds 400 pounds no joke and these are people who in a lot of cases were bedridden or hadn't walked for years and you know then they have to go through the surgeries of, of getting their skin removed you know because they have too much skin and right uh, but, but it, it's just amazing to watch um, th- these people transform their lives and uh you know i i just want to see that continue and you know we have a problem and We have a government that cannot and will not do anything about that problem. There's too much money to be made by by pushing sugars and grains and the lobbies to keep that alive or just the money is so strong. And the only way we can do it is through personal responsibility. And for a lot of people, that's just not that easy.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean... You know, and I wrote an article about this on the on the website a few months ago. But it's like you know, we grow up in a society that you don't ever have to take personal responsibility. That you can always sort of. Uh you know, there's a, there's the credit card, there's, you know, fast food, there's something that you can do that, that sort of takes that responsibility away from you. And then it's like, okay, well now you're, you're unhealthy. You want to try to change something. And, but they don't have the tools. Like you said earlier, like you need the tools, like th- they don't have them. And it's not anything that they've really done on purpose. It's just sort of the society that we've created for ourselves. And I, I love what you said about, you know, it's, it's about, it is about personal responsibility. Then the question is how do we empower people to, to let them know that they can like like I love the, the analogy the Rick's that Rick said turn the battleship around and that's uh, God, that's so good because it's like, I mean, it, it's, it's such a huge thing. People looking at it and thinking, you know, there's no way I can, I can make a change or do anything, but yeah, you're not going to just going to like pick up the battleship and like turn it around and set it back down. Like, you know, uh, uh Francis in Pee Wee's big adventure playing in the big bathtub. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's the small changes every day. And I think, you know, as I'm sort of like thinking out loud through this, that's how we change the societal norms. It, it has to be, you know, sort of one step at a time too. it. It may not be in our lifetimes, you know, it may be in a couple of generations that we sort of finally figure out how to change the system to make it work, you know, better for the, for the human design. But I think, right. you know, I just can't sit, you know, I don't know I think any of us are the type of people that can just sit around and just watch it happen.
4: No, and I'm not going to, I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? No, no, no. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think you're absolutely right. You know, there are people like you and me, um, are both of you guys and me who won't, won't sit around and, and just take it laying down. You know, we're going to fight and fight and fight. I mean, look at it. You know, people think that, you know, oh, we're doing these podcasts and we have these fancy websites and the whole thing. And we're making all this money. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not getting rich off of a podcast. I
3: I get about thirteen dollars a month from the Amazon affiliates deal. Uh, That's Uh,
1: Mark. Mark paid for my dinner uh, two weeks ago at Genghis Grill, so that has been my pay.
4: And you you got a free T-shirt for one year of work. Yeah, and a T-shirt. I I take it back. I am getting rich on it. (laughs) Been a little better than that. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, but, but, you know, the bottom line is, if I look at the number of hours I put into the website and, you know, we do tons of podcasts, I'm, I'm at um, 300 I I'm, I'm probably have right? 310 yeah. out, and I, I probably have another 20 in the can. I just sit around and do them all the time. Um, and, you know, just you know, now we have the vitamins out and we're doing the whole thing. It's a full-time job. And if I counted the hours that go into it, you know, with the, you know, the you know, just all of it, the newsletter and, you know, all the free content that I put at com and all of that stuff, it, it just, it, I'm not making that back in dollar bills.
3: Right. Yeah. Your know, your you're hourly rate you're is you're right, pretty I'm probably
4: little. doing better than most, but I'm putting a lot of effort into it. Hey, you know, you mentioned
3: earlier something, and I can't believe this. Like, I just looked at the time, and we're like, right up against the 30 minutes, which I thought we were like, I was going to guess like 14, but it's already at 30. But t- tell us about uh, your vitamins and, and all that, that new enterprise that you got going.
4: Well, I've, I've been a vitamin taker my entire life. Uh, my parents gave me vitamins as a kid. I've always taken them all the way through high school, college, and on into adult life. But as you know, I'm also kind of a, you know this nerdy kind of research guy. where I'm always trying to figure out what I'm putting in my mouth. And a vitamin is something you take every day. And it just never sat well with me that we need 13 essential vitamins. They're essential to our diet and to our lives. And there are 11 key minerals. And, you know, I've always tried to take those in in supplement form on top of all the, the food I eat. Well, when you start reading, like if you take the world's number 1 vitamin like a centrum which is also probably the world's cheapest vitamin it has like almost 50 or more than 50 added ingredients and even if you take the best stuff like the high end stuff you will get from whole foods or or gnc or any of these things they still have somewhere between 10 and 15 and 25 additional ingredients in there And I started studying, not the 13 essentials, I started studying all the other ingredients and found out that most of these things are toxic and bad for your health. Um, Case in point, one of the things they put in in most vitamins is something called titanium dioxide. And this is something that they use to make paint white. Um, It's literally a a color they put it in there to take the color out of the vitamin and then they add another color back in to make it an orange color that people would expect the vitamin to be um that and by the way titanium dioxide has been shown to cause colon cancer and i could go on for the next 30 or 40 minutes on everything that vitamins have in them that will kill you um so when i i went out to build the vitamin for myself I went to every company in the United States and some of the companies in in Canada and said, I want to make a vitamin for me. And I only wanted to have the 13 essential vitamins and I want to put 11 key minerals in it. And I have this formula that I've been working on for years and I've been working on it now for the past 15 months. This is what I want to do. And literally, I got laughed at a bunch of times. (laughs) Kind of like the book. It's the same sort of deal where people just went, well, we're not going to do it because it's not cost effective for us to, to take the flow agents out because the flow agents make it run through their machines more efficiently, right. if you will. So most of them said, we won't take those excipients out. We won't take the flow agents out. Others said, well, how are, you, how are you going to do it without putting silica in? And I said, well, why would I need silica? That's sand. And they said, yeah, but silica is a good filler. It's almost free. And you can charge for it. And I said, well, that's not what I do. I'm not going to charge people for lying to them. You know, I'm just not going to do that. So I don't want any silica. And they said, well, well, you won't be able to fill a pill up. I said, no, I'm going to fill it up with other good things like minerals. And they laughed at me and said, it's (laughs) going to become too expensive. But I finally found a company that allowed me to do it. And I think... I really do think I've created the world's best vitamin. What, and t- I'm not t- kidding about that. Tell
3: us what it's called and where
4: what the website is. It's called purevitaminclub.com. Uh, it's a website that I created. So you, you just basically you know punch in www.purevitaminclub.com and it comes right up. You'll see a picture of me on the homepage. And you get the world's purest vitamin. And here's, here's the, the trick that I did that and this is by the way guys why I will never be rich <laughs> I wanted it to be at a price that everybody can afford so I'm giving the best vitamin in the world away for 10 bucks a month period <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that and sounds like my Amazon wow. Associates uh, uh, account
4: no, no, wait a minute Rick that wasn't good enough before you oh. say wow well, it <laughs> sounds like an infomercial now Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Tell me more, Finny
4: <laughs> Tell me more product. All, right, all right, Listen, if you buy the one month supply You know, you gotta add Shipping and handling and all that There's no way around that And that cost me like four seventy-five. Just, you know, so I'm not making any money on that You know, this pick, pack, and ship Is what they call it in the business So that comes to $4 and something something So that would make a one month supply Come to $14 and 50 cents Or something and that pissed me off. That wasn't good enough for me. So I literally went back and said, how can I do this to put it in people's hands for exactly 10 bucks? So what I ended up doing was I put 90 pills, so you can still get the one-month supply if that's what you want, but if you get the three-month supply... Now I only have to ship one bottle, and print one label, and do one person handling it at the factory. So I could do the whole thing for cheaper. Plus, you're getting 90 pills, so I could cut the price back more.
1: Oh, so that's a good point. If,
4: if you do that, if you get the 90-day supply, it comes to 24.95 plus the 4.95. It's literally under ten bucks a month.
3: Wow! Yeah. That's a, now I that's a the wow. Right yeah.
4: Yeah, it, no, it it is. I've literally almost cut out all of my profit to make it work.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know, we're I'm I'm a I don't know. I'm not a huge proponent of like going in and just getting like the Centrum or like the cheapest stuff. Like I am I'm am definitely an advocate for, you know, getting all your vitamins and minerals in 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 food sources as much as you can but really like if you look at it like realistically that's that's pretty much impossible even if you're unless you're like living like on your own farm or something on an island somewhere but which would be sweet but um but yeah but i so that being said i'm a big fan of you know finding a product like this and and using it to supplement and to sort of get to that next level or even it and not even to the next level like if you're like super you Know sick and just uh you, know, uh, you know, overweight and diabetes, and you've got all these things you're working with. This can be a great one of those small th- things you can do to sort of like what we said earlier, sort of turn the battleship around, uh, so to speak. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely link to your stuff. I'll uh, uh, we'll, we'll we'll play it up again like in the intro of the show, and I'll have links to it all in the uh, in the show notes and everything. And, and thank you for doing that. I know that's uh, uh, it's it's really great to, like, kind of refreshing to hear about something out there that's not profit-driven. And, you, you know, it's just even the multivitamin industry is profit-driven, which is which is frustrating. But that's another thing that has to change. Well, but.
1: I can speak with some authority on the vitamins because one time in college uh, we were drinking on a Friday night. And on a dare, I ate a half bottle of Flintstone chewable vitamins. Oh my so God. I know my way around this industry pretty well. So
4: there's a <laughs> of vitamins. Uh, well, you know, here, here's something. Um We, uh, someone called me up and said, or they sent me a message and said that she goes, I have this gag reflex problem. And I wrote back and said, well, I feel sorry for your husband. (laughs) And she said, no, I can't take pills. (laughs) And she says, I have trouble with pills. So I got her on the phone and I said, her name is Kim. I said, Kim, hang with me because although I've been, you know, I've been building this vitamin and working on it for the better part of 15 months, I said, let me try something. And I put some tap water in a cup, maybe three ounces. And I took one of the capsules because since there are no chemicals and no excipients, it's just real food product and this vitamin. I took it and I opened the capsule up and dumped it into room temperature water. It dissolved immediately and I was able to drink it down. Not even a bad taste. So people who worry about regurgitating their vitamins or oh, I can't take vitamins because I burp them all day. You can literally open this thing up, put it in water without having to stir it, and you will literally be right back to you know just taking a vitamin that doesn't taste bad. You yeah. can drink it. Sweet,
3: awesome. Well, uh, I, I hate to I hate to cut a sh- I feel like I'm cutting a short here. Um, but uh, you know you've been on seven point eight percent of our shows, so surely you'll be back uh, soon. But uh, yeah, check him out, com. Check out the podcast. It's usually up in the top, you know, around the top 25 on the iTunes fitness and nutrition charts. Uh, Serena Scott-Thomas was on the show. Google her if you don't know who that is. Vinny's going to come across Skype one and
2: punch you in the face
3: in
1: about two seconds. Do that again? The anger at... Yeah. The Angriest Trainer Podcast, by the way, is the name of the show. You got to listen to it; it's awesome.
4: Don't well. maybe, maybe not
1: listening around your
2: kids and
4: stuff like that, but it's a great show. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's R rated rx rated. It's um R X rated. We use language. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Vinny, don't don't hang up
3: yet. I'm gonna end the uh, recording, but uh, but don't hang up yet. Thanks for being on.
4: Thank you, guys.
0: You're listening to the Simply Human podcast.
3: All right. Thank you, Vinny. We'll obviously uh, link to all his stuff in the show notes. Check him out. His podcast is great. He's got more than 7,000 episodes now, I think. Um, and it, well, actually, we are going to be on uh, Vinny's show. We are recording this week, and uh, obvious, and we'll let you guys know when we're on. And we'll uh, I'll put it on social media um, uh, when we're on the Angriest and Trainer Podcast. Because I
1: don't do a lot of social media, I will write it on a bunch of post-it notes and go stick it around like Greyhound buses.
3: And there you go. Oh, that's, that's genius, because then the buses are moving around and, and yeah, reconnecting. more people. Yeah, there you people. go. It's
2: just smart. like social media. It's just
3: yeah. the same thing. It's you the know? same thing. Um, Glenn is our guest for the Humans Being Human story. He actually emailed me a story, and I, I emailed him. back and said hey i want to have you on but i don't i'm not going to share the story with rick i want rick to be hearing the story for the first time and i think you'll be able to tell that rick uh is is hearing the story for the first time
1: i apologize in advance for my like uh (laughs) cackly dolphin laugh but it's in full effect
3: which and if you're listening and if you're listening to this in like time and a half or two times speed
1: (laughs) time and a half like a dolphin screeching so yeah, yeah. so maybe try listening it to one and a half speed on your iphone uh while you're listening anyways here's Clint.
3: joining us today on the humans being human segment is a loyal listener of the show and really our strategy for increasing our listeners is not some sort of uh mass strategy it is would you like to be on our show?
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Would you please be on our show? And, and it would be awesome.
3: And maybe and uh, you will listen. We're
1: great so far. We've heard some really hilarious stories. So, so Glenn, uh, you have some large shoes to fill, my this friend.
3: This is Glenn Young. Thank you for being on the show.
0: Okay, thank you. And, uh, and Mark, I just wanted to comment. You know, I, I, when I wrote to you and shared this story, I, I told you that I would listened through uh, episode number 16, and I was amused by your reply. You said, Please hang with the show; they get much better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then like you listen, you're like, "Well, I'm through 40, and they really haven't improved any."
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're literally waiting for this thing to like really step up, and it's really just terrible; it's garbage. <laughs> so it's the same. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with it for another yeah. two episodes. <laughs>
3: yeah, I try to tell people yeah. if they are gonna like like listen, you know, starting from the beginning, I'm like, at least like let me listen to like the most recent and then go back to listen to one, and then the, the least, there's like one more back for episode 49, and then go to, so you're not just starting from the, uh, uh, this is Mark Rogers, uh, sure do, uh, I like to run myth weights. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, well Glenn, you have a, a pretty funny story, so why don't you like sort of set it up, the time of year, where this is all taking place, and sort of give us the, the background, if you will.
0: Okay, uh, this was back in uh, about 1978. Uh, I was a student at Arizona State University, and uh, a friend stopped me between classes and asked for my opinion on the appropriateness of a personal experience she had for a writing assignment uh, for an English class in uh, in which the students were to write about their most embarrassing moments. She described having been asked to purchase some tampons for a roommate as a special favor,
3: Okay, that's always, that's always good. Uh, yeah. I know that's always a... Uh, I have, I've had to do that for my wife a few times, and you're always like, you're hoping that that's not the only thing you have to buy because that way you can hide it under the other things in your cart instead of just like walking around with a box of tampons. Rick, do you have any tampon buying experiences?
1: I uh, won't buy them because <laughs> I hold no expertise in that, uh, that whole genre. It's not because like, oh, it's filthy and disgusting. It's because I know that I would buy the, the wrong kind thing, or something or there'd be some kind of major insult like yeah. Oh my god, you bought me these? What do you think I am? Some kind of a monster? <laughs> so I just say, you know what, I'm out on all of that. If uh you know Well just, uh, if there's anything else I can do to assist, let me know. But yeah, it's not really my realm. Well, the,
3: the other part of that is like there's so many different types of, there's panty liners and there's tampons, and there's maxi pads, and there's all the different, within those, within all the, the you know, each, I don't know, category, there's a, a subcategory. So I'll end up standing in like the tampon maxi pad aisle <laughs> for like 10 minutes. Just, just like, like
1: scratching your chin pensively like yeah it's hmm, like a total
3: this one and then they're like um, we need assistance on aisle seven the tampon aisle there's a gentleman looking for tampons <laughs> like
1: <laughs> there's a weirdo on aisle
3: seven. <laughs> anyway sorry Glenn back to your story. <laughs> he,
2: he hung so, up.
0: Uh, that's kind of how it went down for her. She finds herself in the uh, supermarket checkout lane with this box of tampons and uh, only then did she kind of become aware that it felt kind of awkward because it looked like she just had to race out and buy the single item, you know, and she <laughs> kind of like, yeah, like I've and, already ruined uh, three pairs of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the awkwardness only increased when a, a handsome guy got in line behind her. This was a a, a guy that's in one of her classes oh, that um, oh. she, you know, found she was getting a little bit of a crush on and, and she was hoping to get some dialogue with him so that he might ask her out sometime. And uh, so she's trying to carry out small talk with him while she's hiding this box of tampons behind her. And
3: he's trying to hide his box of condoms that <laughs> he just bought. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, finally, it's her turn. So she hands the box over to the cashier. And in this moment of truth, the cashier grabs this box it begins turning it end over end uh. over end over end, holding on forever.
3: Like, just make the thing beep. Put it in the bag. Let's go. Let's do this.
1: She just throws a 20 at him. She's like, just
0: put it in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Hurry up. <laughs> yeah, so, so i to find the price tag. The, the cashier leans over to a microphone, and to her report announces over the store loudspeaker, uh. price check, 96, 10 packs.
3: Oh, greatness. <laughs> super, it's it's totally
0: absorbency a me- super absorbency mega flow <laughs> tampons.
3: She so looks back at the guy who just kind of raises his eyebrows like, well, uh, sounds like you got a bit of a problem there, ma'am. ma'am.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Uh, huh. Well, it was nice to see you. I, uh, yikes.
0: Guess to hope you need needing these condoms. Hour, really. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and it gets worse. A few moments later, the, uh, one of the box boys hollers down from nearby aisle. Is it the kind you shove in or the kind you hammer in? Oh,
2: <laughs>
3: now when we
2: Oh man uh, when we were talking about the, awesome.
3: when we were talking about the categories earlier, I wasn't I didn't know there was a
2: hammer in category. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know.
1: That's well, the, why the, the my, here, uh, my toolbox is always open and there's always <laughs> tools missing out of there. to uh, hammer them in there.
0: Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, well, the cashier thinks about this for a moment and then says, that's Tampax, not Thumbtax. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which
3: would explain. Okay, so there isn't. A hammer in category, just for the record. Okay, okay. So yeah. So he's. he's
1: you don't have to fight, like load one into like one of those uh, t-shirt guns, rocket it, <laughs> it through there.
3: Well, it's funny because wow. in the context of if, in the context of thumbtacks, is it the kind you shove in or hammer in? Isn't it all gross or like disgusting or anything? You know, it's just like oh yeah, it's, it's thumbtacks. It, but but in the context of Tampax... That is quite a, oh, what's the word, Rick? Uh, sort of a cringing... Uh...
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, I would say cringing is probably a definitely you know, so appropriate what, term there. So
3: uh, do, do you have a report on like what happened uh, right after this moment? Uh,
0: that's as much as she related to me. Um, I did tell her that I... I... I thought she had to tell a story to the class. <laughs> Regardless of oh, how aware she was about it. Oh
3: man. I, and she didn't like end up marrying that guy, right?
1: <laughs> oh see that's a, a great That would be a great like uh you know, how did you meet? Oh <laughs> well <laughs> Let me set the stage up here, like at the dinner party, yeah. like talking about how you met your wife. That would be like a great, like, yeah. how I met your wife. Like, I, th- of, uh,
3: I thought you needed wife. a hammer. I thought you needed a hammer and a tampon. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Jeez. I just uh, <laughs>
1: imagine him, like, uh, with the sledgehammer, like, uh, <laughs> one, like the 1920s prisons where all they do is smash rocks, <laughs> like large rocks into smaller rocks. Uh, looking like John oh, Henry man. already. <laughs>
3: Awesome. Well, Glenn, that was uh, highly entertaining. Uh, thank you for reaching out uh, to the show and listening to the show. And uh, if you if you have any other uh, embarrassing stories or or humans being human esque stories that you would like to share, uh, shoot me an email and uh, and we'll have you back on.
0: Actually, um, I I do have one more I'd like to share. As long as you have Rick on,
2: yeah, yes.
0: Okay, Rick. Rick being a police officer, I thought he would appreciate this one, okay. and it's relatively short. It was around the same time frame. Um, I was an employee at, at Kmart in Mesa, Arizona and I worked in the uh, automotive department where I stocked shelves and operated a cash register and a good deal of my time was spent cranking a handle of a machine that printed the uh, price stickers and that uh, most of those price stickers we'd have to apply to individual oil cans so you know it took a good deal of time and that uh, one day we received a plastic price gun that greatly simplified that task and that you were able to just squeeze a trigger and this price gun would print out a sticker that you could just supply right directly to whatever you're pricing. So you could price oil cans, you know, really quickly. But there's another fun part of that price gun. And that was that it fulfilled a fantasy of being a police officer or a SWAT team member. So whenever (laughs) Whenever there weren't any customers around, the, the male employees would walk around and we would, like, jump out from behind the aisles and yell, freeze, and, and you know, jump our fellow employees that way. And uh, this one thing, I heard the uh, garage door entrance to the store opening, and I, I just assumed, given the time of, of day that it was, you know, towards closing, I figured it was our mechanic coming inside at the end of the shift. So I, I carefully timed, coming around the corner of an aisle, i jump out, I, I go into that like classic police dance holding the uh, price gun out in front of me, arm fully extended, and I'm just about to yell "freeze" when I realize it's not the mechanic; it's a middle-aged, heavy-set woman shopper entering the store.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: had, had you yelled "freeze," uh, yeah, she would have. Uh... Uh, probably. Freeze, dirtbag!
1: <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry! Oh my god! You're you're worth, let me dial this price up, you're worth $100. Yeah. You just Like, put the
2: price label on her forehead. <laughs> you're
1: priceless, ma'am. You're a priceless diamond.
3: That's hilarious. Rick <laughs> well, does I'm that. I'm glad,
1: the way the story was shaping out, I thought you were going to say, like, you turned the corner, and you held out the pricing gun, and you said, freeze, MFR And it was actually a policeman, and then he shot you. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I thought this was going. So I'm very glad, Glenn, that you didn't get shot on accident.
0: It's actually, that's not the end of it I, her her eyes grew big as saucers and she dove to the floor off to the right she actually hit the ground with a loud snap oh no <laughs> oh man she fully thought she was about to stop. Um you know I, I just pretended like I was trying to adjust my price gun and <laughs> meanwhile she got up off the ground and uh, kind of dusted herself off and she goes I uh, ought to be more careful with that thing <laughs> Rick, Rick does oh, yeah, that. I
2: was,
1: just, I was just trying to really. When I said freeze, I was yelling at the price gun. Oh, it's frozen again! And yeah, I'm geez, freezing. No, like, I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was just a total misunderstanding. And if that would, you said that was like in the like late seventies. Man, can you imagine if that was today? Like there'd be a news oh, story. Oh. oh yeah, like. Crazy Kmart employee on the loose, shooting customers with price gun. I don't don't know if they have price guns anymore, but gosh, yeah, it would have been uh, it would have been a disaster. You would have gone to prison for like twenty years for. uh, I mean, I guess theoretically, that's a dangerous weapon. You could probably hit somebody in the face with it and probably break their nose. So, uh, assault with a
2: dangerous weapon.
1: Kmart employee goes down for twenty
0: years.
3: (laughs) That's awesome. All right, well, Glenn, you don't have any more gems, do you? That's it.
0: That's it for today.
3: Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate uh, you being on the show, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon.
0: Okay. So, uh, so nice talking with you guys, and so keep up the great work. Hey,
1: thank you, Glenn. We appreciate it.
3: All right. Thank you, Glenn. That was uh, wonderful and horrible all at the same time. <laughs> um, awesome so um, it is now time Emphasis
1: to— on the, and the on the wonderful by the way the horrible wasn't your part right so. oh yeah it was <laughs> like the, the feel <laughs> the
3: feeling really yeah real. the feeling that you get listening to that story um, yes, especially when they said a the hammer it in part Yeah. Um, it is no, oh, yeah. Go to Glenn.com for all of <laughs> all of Glenn's stuff. Uh, Glenn, if you don't know what we're talking about, hopefully if he keeps listening, uh, he'll understand what that what that means. Um, all right, it is now time for the Simply Human Tip of the Week, something you can start doing right now to become a more healthy human. And I, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's not posted today. It will be at some point on the Everyday Paleo website. Uh, but I wrote an article. About uh, it's called something like "Is food driving you around?" or something, and it's it's talking about really how you know traditions and like of like celebrating birthdays and anniversaries and and yearly events sort of came about uh, not because of the food that was involved, but because of the event and the people that we're celebrating. And now, uh, thanks to the industrialization of food and what what the uh, all the box food and processed foods and sugars and grains have done to our food reward systems, I think now we get more tied up into ooh that's a good that's a good excuse to have a treat or uh, you know some ice cream or something and you and that sort of starts taking priority over the event and so you know one of the ways so you're like okay well I guess the tip of the week is get food out of the driver's seat of your life if. He or she, huh? Yeah, could be either one. Yeah. Uh, is in the driver's seat. We're like, well, how do I know? Because, you know, I'm all for, you know, having some ice cream every once in a while. An interview at the fair, by golly, have a deep fried Twinkie stick or something. You know, isn't that isn't that what it's called? A Twinkie stick?
1: Yes, um, I think that's the technical term for it. Yeah. Scientists refer to it as that, yes. So
3: it's like, okay, well, what if I have one of that? Does that mean food is in the driver's seat? Okay, not necessarily. So here, an- like, answer this question. And I, and I asked this question in the article too. It's like, if you went to a birthday party and there was no cake or cookies or ice cream or anything like that it was just like normal regular old food and like a karaoke machine would that like would you be disappointed or mad or upset or irritated by that and i think if the answer is yes then then maybe i'm not saying okay if it's yes then you then food's in the driver's seat but i think that may be a sign that food could possibly be driving uh, be, you know, be driving you around, I'm making air quotes. Um, and so like, you know, like I know for me that if I went to a birthday party, I wouldn't be like, what, what is this? I would just be like, okay, cool. You know, like I, so I feel like me personally, I'm in a a place where food is not in the driver's seat. And so I think that's, uh, that's something that we all need to sort of take a step back and sort of internalize and look at ourselves and and be able to answer that question.
1: Well, and I think that's very, uh, very astute observation. That's one of the things that I would say me as a regular person that I struggle with probably the most is, you know, on one hand you have, you know, the scientific data and all this research that says like, Hey, nutrition is 90% of, of, you know, healthy weight and all this stuff. It's, it's more important than we ever thought it was. But then on the other hand, I get stressed out. Sometimes because food, like I'm constantly thinking about food. What am I going to eat tomorrow? What am I going to eat the day after? What am I going to eat the day after that? And so, you know, I, you have to find a place where food to you is fuel, and it's and and, and you know, f- treats can be nice. Uh, you know, it could be enjoyable. But at the same time, if you're always thinking and and being having anxiety about food and and things of that nature, then that's not a healthy balance either for your life. You right. have to find a place kind of in the middle if that makes sense i'm not saying like where nutrition isn't important i'm just saying where nutrition isn't the only thing you're thinking about 24 hours a day and like you said it's driving you down the road it's not what it's supposed to be food is a fuel and that's what it is
3: yeah and 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 enjoy food i mean and i i'm not saying that i don't enjoy food either i love food but you know food in my uh car life analogy food is in in reusable um environmentally friendly (laughs) bags in the back seat or in the trunk. It's not in the driver's seat driving while I'm like taking a nap, you know, with like uh, bonbons in my, you know, running down my chestal region. So, <laughs> chestal.
1: So there we are. That's a very is. good tip. Uh, that, uh, you know, and that's something that uh, that's one of those more like long-term, like, hey, this is one of like my long-term goals. Uh, I say long-term, medium to long-term, something I'm working towards every day. So I think that's something that's applicable for everyone.
2: Thank very you, good. Mark,
1: for your wisdom and <laughs>
3: knowledge. <laughs> in, well, as the great George, George Washington, Washington, Washington
1: once said. In, in the wor- In the words of Benjamin Franklin, Mark.
3: Thank you. Yes, and and I will respond is it, with a quote of George Washington. Man, this microphone sure is getting up in my face.
2: <laughs>
1: Not sure he said that. Enough. I don't think you understand how he looks. <laughs>
3: All right. Well, um, I think we're about ready to wrap it up. Go to the website simplyhumanlifestyle.com, and if you go to the store page or that website slash shop. There is information on the Simply Human Reset, which is a 21-day uh, kind of a, a way to get you your your palate, your brain, your body sort of reset in uh, and, and sort of a, a three-week path to a, to a new sustainable, healthy path. So it is not designed to do like, all right, in 21 days, you're going to have lost 15 pounds and you're going to be healthy. Like, that's not... That is not what it's for. So, uh, check it out. There's all, we also have new T-shirts. Leave us a review and enter the uh, free T-shirt a month. Uh, what? The giveaway? A thon? Yeah, for? <laughs> <laughs> or like uh, a, th- a thon. I think it's T-shirt giveaway. A thon. Uh, I think something like that. So, uh, <laughs> if you have any questions, you can email me at simplyhumanlifestyle at com. Email Rick at simplyhumanrick at com. Share a story th- uh, with us if you want to maybe possibly be on the Humans Being Human Open segment. Uh, and le- like I said, leave a review, good or bad. Any publicity is good publicity. Thank you for making us part of your day. A lot of options out there. And uh, we really appreciate you listening to the Simply Human podcast and telling a friend. So, That's gonna do it for this edition of the Simple Human Podcast. And remember, the other part of that is like there's so many different types of there's panty liners and there's tampons and there's maxi pads and there's all the different So until next time, enjoy yourself.